0: everybody. It's Heidi St. John. I am so glad you guys are here today. Happy Monday. Today is one of my favorite days here at the podcast. It's Mailbox Monday, and I'm going to spend some time answering your questions. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I'm glad you guys are here today. Thanks for spending some time with me at my little corner of the internet. I'm gonna answer some questions today and uh, I'm gonna encourage you guys. We are so thrilled with the weekend we just had in Southern California. Um, I am a huge fan, forever a fan of Pastor Jack Hibbs and uh, it was just a, a real thrill and an honor to be there. Thank you so much for everybody who watched it and shared that online and we're looking forward to just seeing what God's gonna do and so as you guys, I hope that as you see more and more people of faith getting off the bench and onto the battlefield, that you're encouraged in your own faith, that you don't have to be a, a mouse about your Christianity. You can be bold and you can be uh, educated about politics and educated about the culture, and you can be an ambassador for Jesus wherever you go. So uh, very, very exciting things happening coming up here in my life and my my little uh, corner of the world right now. wanna remind you guys, I'm gonna be speaking in Kennewick, Washington this Saturday, uh, the 26th, for Let Us Worship Washington. This is a great opportunity for you guys to bring your church out and uh, come to the Calvary Chapel Amphitheater in Kennewick, Washington. More details can be found out about that at my speaker page. Also, I will link back to it in the show notes today. Coming up on the 9th and 10th of October, Faith That Speaks speaks pacific northwest is going to be happening at the homeschool resource center come on out bring your spouse with you people have been asking if they could bring their spouse or not and uh, i would love to see you guys do that so bring them out Uh, faith that speaks october 9th and 10th and uh, we're going to be spending the whole weekend just worshiping the lord together and uh, inviting him into every aspect of our lives. So very, very excited about that. On the 7th of October, I will begin in-person teaching the Bible study on the book of Revelation. And for those of you who are members of Momstar International, we will stream that live for you. Uh, but also I'm gonna be teaching it live. So if you're in the Portland, Vancouver area and you wanna be a part of that, uh, what you're gonna to wanna to do is print the Bible study. Go ahead and print it out. And you're gonna to wanna to have at least up to Wednesday's study done so we'll start on uh, the Monday study kind of work our way through we'll see how far we can get Uh, but that starts at 6 30 p.m. on Wednesday October 7th at the homeschool resource center in Vancouver Washington very very excited about that and then the very next day after faith that speaks my husband and I are going to get into the bus and we are driving to Gatlinburg Tennessee and uh, we'll be doing a few pop-up shops along the way so we will keep you posted uh, about that and what that looks Like exactly. We really appreciate you guys uh, praying for us as we're trying to just follow the Lord and uh, follow his leading and where he opens doors. Uh, The Bible says in Mark chapter 6, verse 25, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food or drink or whether you're being smoked out or roaned out. uh, That's actually not in the Bible. Don't get mad. Or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Uh, yes, it is. And, uh, Jesus is telling you, Hey, don't worry. I, I got you. And, and I think about, you know, him talking about worry and all the things that, that, um, that God is doing. And I'm, I guess I'm going to ask you a question. How's your heart holding up today? How are you guys handling the headlines, uh, the stressors, the unique challenges that you're facing? How do you guys feel about the future? Would you say that your heart is at rest? Where do you feel anxious and worried? Uh, about things that are happening right now in the culture. Jesus told us that we don't have to worry about tomorrow. In fact, he taught us that we should not worry. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Corey Ten Boom or not, but I will link back to her autobiography in the show notes today. We've read that story at least twice to our kids and watched the movie. Uh, Corey Ten Boom said, worry doesn't empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. And she should know. Corey suffered greatly in the Holocaust. Uh, for the, her efforts and her family's effort to hide the Jews from arrest and deportation, during the German occupation of the Netherlands, the Tenboom family was sent to a concentration camp. Uh, most of her family members died from malnourishment and maltreatment while they were in German custody. Her father, Caspar Tenboom, Became very sick in prison and died in a hospital corridor only ten days after his arrest. Corey and her sister Betsy were eventually sent to Ravensbruck concentration camp in Germany, where Betsy died as a result of malnutrition on December uh, in December rather of nineteen forty four. Uh, My mother-in-law and uh, my husband and I watched again a documentary on Corey Ten Boom last week and you guys, she saw evils that most of us can only imagine. But here's the thing, rather than let what happened to her turn her into a fearful or angry person, she later traveled the world as an evangelist. You see, she made her plans, but the Lord directed her steps and he directed them into suffering. And she stayed faithful. She encouraged people not to live in fear, but to respond in faith. And she often referred to her experiences in the Ravensbrück concentration camp and used her experience to share the hope of Jesus Christ. This amazing woman is a hero of the faith. She endured so much evil, and yet her life radiated the light and the love of God. After her release from Ravensbrook, she made the choice to use her suffering to help others. Guys, if anybody had a reason to worry, it was Corey. But she trusted God and it showed. She trusted God. After her release, she made the choice to use her suffering to help other people. I don't know about you guys, but I've been thinking a lot about the Rona lately. It's gonna come to an end, this Rona garbage. It is. What are we gonna do with what we're learning? Are we gonna use it to help? Are we gonna use it to heal? God wants to use it. Something tells me that Corey's parents had a lot to do with the way that she responded to the fear that was all around her. And I'm telling you guys, uh, after I meet her in heaven, I hope she introduces me to her mom and dad uh, because I'd like to thank them. I'd like to thank them. They raised an amazing, an amazing daughter and she had an amazing impact. You guys are raising amazing kids right now who are gonna have an amazing impact on the world and they're learning and watching from you. All right, it's Mailbox Monday. And so uh, I'm gonna go ahead and answer a few of your questions. I love it that you guys send me questions here at the podcast. You can do that by going to com forward slash Mailbox Monday and filling out the form that's there. And so we'd love to hear from you. We're so encouraged anytime that you uh, submit questions to us. So keep those coming. And I'm gonna answer a few of them uh, today. This one comes from Melanie. She says, hi, Heidi. Hey, Melanie, how's it going? Thank you so much for standing strong and encouraging us. You're welcome. Maybe you've shared this somewhere and I missed it, but could you list some trusted resources for news and medical advice for what's what's going on and what's propaganda with the Rona? A lot of my family are living in fear and I'm trying to encourage them by telling them the things that you say. I'd love to be able to send them a link or something and I need to have some trusted resources to read. All right, so there's not very many places. I don't think there's actually any place where you can get, where you can get unbiased news. Uh, I have been reading and watching the the One America News Network uh, lately. I I used to really like Fox News. I'm liking it less and less. Uh, I do, however, really like Tucker Carlson. (laughs) If you guys aren't watching Tucker, uh, you need to be. That guy actually calls it out like it is. Uh, One of the most truthful people in reporting. And so I really appreciate that I try to follow him whenever I can. But check out One America. I think it's actually I think it's actually pretty good. Um, you know, I mean, I I tend to skim the news. If you guys have ever, ever done this, but uh, you know, if I get on my phone in the morning, you know, Apple has a news uh, component on the phone. And so you can get on there and you can read, you know, what they say about the news, whatever. You guys, it's so depressing. I typically won't even, uh, I won't even watch it because it's obviously so biased toward the left, but this is kind of what it is right now, right? So uh, I just don't trust the news as a general rule, but that doesn't mean that I won't read it. Right, and so I might read it. I'm, you know, kind of intrigued and interested. But you've got to have your wits about you when you read the news. You got to have your wits about you. You got to say, Lord, give me wisdom. Show me what. Show me what's a lie and show me what's truth. Because what we're noticing is that there are people in the news who are just straight up making up stories. Like you guys saw the story that was in the mainstream media. I think it's a couple of weeks ago now, saying that uh, President Trump was in France and he called the the uh, the the soldiers who lost their lives in World War II, losers and cowards. Well, anybody that knows anything about President Trump knows he would never say that he loves our men and women in uniform. And so uh, anytime I hear a headline like that, I'm just like, keep, keep going, Uh, keep going. So uh, anyway, ch- check it out. But like I said, I really like Tucker Carlson. I think, you know, watch the news that's coming out on the RONA because I think you're gonna see things get worse and weirder as we get closer and closer to the election. Because as I've said before, a lot of this stuff is very, very connected to the Rona, right? Uh, it's very connected. And so we know, we want to be looking for that kind of being on the lookout. All right. So uh, thanks, Melanie, for submitting that question. I love that you guys are submitting questions. Again, you can submit them to me, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. That is how you do it. All right. Next question comes from next question. <laughs> I can't even talk. Next question comes from Brittany. She said, hi, Heidi from Alaska. Hey, Alaska. How you doing? Thank you for holding up and defending truth. A friend recently directed me to watch a YouTube clip from N.T. Wright. After doing a little research on this fella, I realized that he is not teaching anything I would ever listen to or follow. Yeah, you right, Brittany. Uh, The YouTube clip was about women preaching in church. Well, I'm sure you've heard it all. Anyway, I sincerely and honestly would like to know what you believe. I feel like the Holy Spirit wants me to teach something here, but I don't want to miss it. I've been studying the Bible on this topic And uh, reading commentaries. Thank you for taking time to answer. Listen, uh, Brittany, I really believe that God gives us all gifts and abilities. God has given me the gift and ability to teach and to speak. And one of the reasons why you hear me doing it the way that you do is because my husband has been encouraging me in the gift that God has given me for a very long time. Uh, I don't believe that women should be pastors. I, I, I think you can I think you can make a pretty strong biblical case for that, however, I don't I, women should be teaching oh for goodness sake you know and I have I have been in churches where I have spoken on Sundays some of you guys are going to roundly criticize me for that, but I don't care anymore because I've done my homework on this topic and uh when I go to speak at a church, even if it's on a Sunday morning, I am not the shepherd I am not the pastor of that church I'm coming in to give a message that the Lord has put on my heart. I did this for Pastor Phil Hopper in Kansas City, Missouri. I've done it in churches all across the United States, including my own church. And so uh, I think if God gives you a gift, one thing that you you wanna be very, very careful to do is to lean in to the Holy Spirit, do your own homework, study to show yourself an approved workman who does not need to be ashamed and who can rightly divide the word this is the key because what i see happening with so many women actually men too it's not just the women it's the men too there are lots of false teachers out there right now who are men and so when people hold up the scriptures to me and they say you know it's only the women that can't teach because women are more easily deceived than men i find that to be a garbage argument uh there are a lot of men who are false teachers right now in the world but uh what we've done in the culture is we've elevated people who should not be elevated to positions of authority uh biblically to to um biblical positions to to have uh, uh influence over people biblically and so whether you are listening to somebody or whether you are trying to figure out who to follow? What you want to do is hold their stuff up to Scripture, and it doesn't mean there are going to be areas that we can disagree about, and uh, and that's okay. We can disagree about things, but we but ultimately, the things of that are that are sound, solid. Teaching The doctrines of the church um, need to be clear and they need to be understood. There are areas in the Bible. Revelation is one of them. I'm getting ready to teach on Revelation here at MomStrong International. Uh, My heart is to teach women and to teach them the word. Women have tremendous influence. We have tremendous influence, particularly over our children. And if you guys aren't noticing this, what's happening with the generation of, of mothers who don't know God's word and can't defend it? Well, we're raising a generation of children who don't know God's word and can't defend it. And so I'm asking the Lord to raise up more godly pastors like uh, my friend Phil Hopper and Jeremy Carmichael and and uh, Jack Hibbs uh, out of Southern California and to say, raise us up, Lord, raise up a, a generation of Deborahs and a generation of Esthers. And so I have very little time to argue with people about whether or not women should be teaching. I clearly believe that, uh, that we have not only been given the gifting, but also the authority uh, by God's word to be teachers god God gives us some of those uh, some of us the gift of teaching, and so what you want to do if God's given you that gift is to steward it well. you are you then become a steward of a message. A steward is a person who takes care of something that doesn't belong to him. The gospel message doesn't belong to us. it's Christ's message. it's Jesus's message. it's God's message of hope to the world. And we have been given uh, the ability and the responsibility rather to steward that message well. And so uh, I'm very thankful you guys heard Jay on the podcast with me a week ago Monday talking about what God has done in our life and ministry. And I'm very thankful. And I mean, I could sit here and tell you guys stories for hours and hours. Uh, Years ago, when I started speaking, probably 15 years ago, speaking out on the homeschool circuit, uh, there were some very well-known men very well known uh you know at the time anyway homeschool uh influencers who were not at all happy that i was speaking and in fact one of them i ended up in an elevator with uh much to my dismay <laughs> alone in an elevator you know we're just trying to get down to the convention floor and uh he said something he he looked at me and said the most hurtful thing about the fact that i was a woman and who did i think i was that i could that i could teach from from the front at all and, you know, at the time I was so unaccustomed to being attacked. I'm a lot more used to it now, <laughs> but at the time I was so wounded by his attack because I knew that I knew that I knew that God had asked me to do what I was doing. And I leaned into my husband. I am so thankful for that for that man because really it was my husband who said, boy, Heidi, uh, God has given you the gift of teaching. He said, I've been watching you teach our children. And then when you get invited to teach audiences, God moves in and through you. And I wonder if this is something we should pray about because Jay knows that one of these days, we're not gonna have children in our home anymore. And I have talked to so many women whose children have left their home and they did not nurture the gifts that God had given them while they were raising their children. And then when their children left, they just fell apart. And uh, we've seen this happen over and over again. My friend, Steve Lambert, exhorted my husband the same thing. You know, uh, and women, we need to be encouraging our men in the gifts that God has given them, and so these are areas that we have sorely uh, fell down on our, you know, well, we we've, we've sorely misinterpreted, I think, God's heart, and uh, we need to get back to it. And you know, we'll argue till you know the cows come home about things that don't matter, and we wound each other unnecessarily, and we're we got a world around us that's dying, and so let's focus on right doctrine. What does God want us to do? Uh, particularly now in the middle of, of COVID 19 and all of the things that are happening, um, God needs us, every single one of us, off the bench and onto the battlefield. So I really appreciate uh I really appreciate that question. Several of you guys have been asking me if I'm watching a bunch of documentaries about the Rona. Um have I watched um event 201? Yes I have. Fascinating stuff. Um if you guys if you have not watched yet the coming convergence Google it. I highly recommend it. Uh, it's amazing what's happening. This, uh, this pandemic, you know, the pandemic that, that apparently has been planned for a really long time. If you guys look up the definition even of COVID 19, it will blow your mind. Uh, and so I'm, I'm just going to be encouraging you do your homework. Uh somebody asked me where I find the survival rate of COVID being 99.98%. It is all over the internet. In fact, the CDC has incredible statistics. Every time they put up a statistic, like they said, you know, what did they say several weeks ago? That only six percent of people who are dying with the rona are actually dying of the rona. Everybody else is dying with comorbidities that are very serious, either two, two or more uh, underlying conditions that exacerbate it. And the truth of the matter is, uh, if you've got two or more underlying conditions like that, and you come in contact with pneumonia, then you've got a chance. It's going to take your life. Right. And so I continue to say it is not wrong to ask questions. The, uh, the statistics are out there. We have been, I think, lied to on a scale that is almost unimaginable. I've been saying this for a long time and continue to believe it. I hope that the people that have been pushing this panic, I hope they go to prison for what they've done. I hope that they go to prison. And uh, one of these days, you guys, and one of the reasons I love you know studying Revelation so much is that the Bible tells us that evil men, Revelation puts evil people on notice, Revelation puts evil people on notice. And it says, one of these days, the Lord of heaven's armies, the the clouds are gonna part and God, Jesus is gonna return for his church on the clouds. And he's coming back for us and he's gonna set things right. And I don't know about you guys, but I am living for that day. Uh, we appreciate your questions. I had a whole bunch more and I don't have time to get to in the day. If you have a question that you'd like addressed here at the podcast, we really would love to hear from you. Uh, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday, and uh, you can also leave us a voicemail by going to uh, anchor.fm, and I will link back to that also in the show notes today. It's important for you guys as you leave those, uh, those notes and those messages for us, Uh, to be short and sweet and to the point, get right to the point of your question. That makes it easier for us to read through them and decide which ones we're gonna answer on the air. All right, I appreciate you guys so much. We love you. Thank you for leaving reviews for the podcast over at iTunes. Have a great day, stay faithful, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.